Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Dear Nika, I hope this doesn't alarm you. It's the last way I want to start this thing off. That said, if things go the way I expect them to go, I will already be dead by the time you receive this letter. I've spent these past months locked in a secret office of the publisher atop the Third Sight Media offices. There's a secret elevator behind the kombucha machine, but I don't know the passcode. I believe you've been to the office before, the time dipshit invited you for the seance. Yeah, that was weird. But in case you don't remember, the address is on the envelope. I almost chickened out sending this to you, although you were one of the first people I thought of when I set out to write these farewell letters. There's a few reasons why. For one, I don't want to burden you with more death. I know losing me will pale in comparison to losing Leon, but I also know that Leon's death bothered you more than you ever let on, and more than you would ever talk to me about. And that's the other reason why. The last time we spoke in person, you told me to leave you alone, and that hurt. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. But I also respected it. At the time, in my head, I convinced myself I was checking up on you and, uh, you know, making sure you were okay. But that's not at all what I was doing, you know? I was tethering myself to Leon with the closest connection I had, and that was you. And you didn't want to be tethered to. And who am I to blame you for that? In the aftermath of his death, I needed Leon like I, I needed alcohol, like like a drug. But that's not what you needed. You needed something else. You, you needed something else. And who was I to insert myself into whatever that was? Sometimes I think about picking you up from Wonderland, barely in any state to drive. We didn't speak the whole ride. I turned the radio on and fudged with the dial at traffic lights. I found a song, and it was that oldie classic, Blue Moon, and we laughed. Do you remember that? Something about that baritone voice that kicks that song off. Blue Moon, you saw me standing alone. <laughs> it made us both chuckle. And then we couldn't stop laughing, you know. 
<laughs> we didn't speak, but we laughed. My best friend had just died. Your brother. And, and we shared that vulnerable laughter. We gave ourselves permission to laugh. And I'll never forget that. By the time I dropped you off, all the laughter, the brief ray of light you had let out, drained from your face, and instead I saw blame. Blame for yourself. Blame and unforgiving doubt. You need to forgive yourself, Nika. It's not your fault Leon died. It's not your fault that you struggled with his death. It's not your fault that you felt alone. Feel alone. It's not even your fault that you blame yourself so much. So unfairly. But you should know that's what you're doing. And you should have a frank conversation with yourself about it. Tell the mean Nika to be kinder to the kind Nika. And you know what you should do? You should sing her Blue Moon and impersonate that baritone. This friend I had once, she told me she needed some space. She asked me to keep my distance. She told me to leave her alone. But then she did something really remarkable. She wrote me these letters under this alias. I had no idea who it was at first because the references were really vague. Lots of movies I'd never seen. But then I realized what I was getting was advice, which was pretty funny because I was writing an advice column at the time. And the advice I was receiving was about letting go of my dependency on others, especially one other. Letting that go and having the courage to depend on myself for a change, to make my own decisions. And I listened, and it worked. That friend was really kind, especially in the thoughtfulness of how she delivered her message. She didn't beat it over my head. She, she layered it in carefully in a way that only I could understand. And something clicked. It's been clicking ever since. These letters reminded me of a conversation I once had in a bar. There are no bad people. There are no good people. There are only choices and the consequences of those choices. If I die, I hope you choose to write yourself a similar kind of letter. A letter that urges you to choose to be kind to yourself. Choose to forgive yourself. Choose to direct yourself. Choose to be the best fucking Ben Affleck you can be. If somehow I live, I'll write that letter for you. Well, maybe I just did. If this is the first you're hearing of my possible demise, please alert the authorities about the location of my body. I've made my peace with dying here, but I don't want to be dead in third sight forever. And if I am dead, I am dead. I'm glad I'm dying with you in my thoughts, Nika. I'm glad 
you're with me now at the end. Just like I'm sure Leon was glad to have you by his side, too. I love you, Nika. Goodbye. Your friend. Michael Tate. Greater Boston is created by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen with help from T.H. Ponders, Bob Ramunda, and Jordan Stillman. Recording and technical assistance from Mark Harmon. This mini-episode was written and sound designed by Jeff Van Driesen. Dialogue editing by Bob Ramunda. This episode featured Kelly McCabe as Nika Stamatis and James Oliva as Michael Tate. Charlie on the MTA recorded by Dirk Tiedi and Emily Peterson. Archie McDonald by Dirk Tiedi. You can support Greater Boston on Patreon at patreon.com slash greaterboston. Greater Boston is a Third Sight Media production. <laughs> We're having a big chicken butt moment with Charlie at the house, so I'm really grateful that I didn't say I almost I almost chicken butt. Um, okay, I almost chickened out. Give me just a second to find it. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. If you're looking for a podcast adventure, check out Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers and comedians who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons has been featured on the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America, and has been downloaded more than four million times. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons can be discovered anywhere hilarious podcasts can be found. It's like Lord of the Rings, if everyone was an idiot.